Back with the Remy's. These boys are my sons like Phoenix. My city and state never ever seen this. Jimmy Neutron, I'm a young boy genius. On a full time, I'ma give her that pay. When it's done, I'ma fill up arenas. Ooh, like Gilbert Arenas. Shoot my shot, I'm still with the demons. Ooh, I keep it thorough. I got five chicks in New York, that means one in each borough. I'm in the pocket like Burrow. When I'm back home, no, they treat me like Robert De Niro. Took her to talk about butter or churl. Took her home, gave her a cinnamon swirl. I left it in, now I got a one euro. Zeros on zeros on zeros. That's what my bank account balance say I got a check from a shoe company Now I do anything in New Balance say I bought her a plane to get out of state I got me a shorty from Runaway Said I'm in town today She said she coming over and she down to stay I got a hit, she been playing that sh So when she pull up on me, I know what she about to say What's poppin'? Brand new whip, just hopped in I got options, I can pass that ass like Stockton Just joshing, I'ma spend this holiday locked in My body got rid of them toxins Wake up, wake up, wake up. 502, it is going down. What's popping in the city? The home of Muhammad Ali. The home of the Louisville Cardinals. The home of the Kentucky Derby. What is happening? Can you feel the energy in the building? Had to come in correct. A little Harlow to get it going. I know y'all was bumping your heads. It is going down. It is Wake Up 502 with Rashawn Myers here in studio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM, and simulcasting on the new home of UofL Athletics, 970 AM as well this morning. We are celebrating greatness today, people. What is that greatness, you ask? Greatness is the return of college football. I'm telling you, I'm ready to run through a wall. I'm ready to hit somebody. I'm ready to sack a quarterback. I'm ready to do a, 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 all of that. Joe Kelly in the building with me this morning. Joe, how you doing, brother? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh, it's game day. We made it. I'm telling you. We made it. We made it. This was an extra cold winter, it felt like. Yeah. <laughs> the summer was long and it was hot. Yeah, the, the summer of our discontents. <laughs> but we're, we're finally, we're in the autumn falls. Yes, yes. We have, we have, we have arrived, man. Like, ah. Rashad, I can't tell you, I'm in such a good mood and I'm taking it out on all of y'all. <laughs> y'all have no idea. Come out and see us this afternoon. That's right. We'll get into that later. That's right. It's game day, though. It it's is, game day. It I'm, is game. I'm, I apologize if I'm coming through hot to hey, the listeners. Hey, no, no. Hey, let me tell you something, man. Like, actually, have, there's no apologies on game day. All absolutely caps. Absolutely not. All caps. Absolutely. That's what we do. Like, like That's what people expect from us, Joe. You know, you, you may get pandering to. Special special interest somewhere. You may get that. I know we're on the official home of U of L Athletics right now, nine seventy a.m. I know we're simulcasting, but guess what? You gonna hear 
The truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the the truth. In the summertime, I will be calm. There we go. I will be I will be measured. Yes. I'll let Rashawn upset everyone. Yes. And I'll just sit back and laugh. Absolutely. But in the fall, no, sir. I will not I will not hold my tongue. Hey, hey, you know what? Joe was so intense this morning, he came in with like like uh football pads on. Like I don't even know why. But Ran through, I, sorry about the new hole in the wall. <laughs> just sprinted through the this this piece like the Kool-Aid man. Absolutely. Hey. I don't know if you know this, Sean. I I, yes, I, I sprinted over here from, from downtown <laughs> no, I didn't drive. Just running through. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm that's saying? why I was. That's why I was a couple minutes late. <laughs> r- 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 knocking over old ladies. You know what I'm saying? Just, <laughs> just, just stiff arming everybody, man. <laughs> I looked like OJ in the Hertz commercial. Yeah, I was gonna say like OJ <laughs> jumping over, over uh, jumping over suitcases and things. Yep. <laughs> things of that nature. Hey, if you want to get in and be a part of that, we are taking picks. We are taking predictions all morning long. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. Please hit us up there. We will be taking your calls as well, 502-384-1450 as well. If you want to give it, get in, get your thoughts, uh, we will be joined uh, shortly, hopefully, <laughs> by the uh, architect himself, Mr. Haven Harrington. We will have a special guest picker, our celebrity picker. Miss Leanne Herring will be calling in for the final segment. She's going to give us some recruiting updates. She's going to give us her picks. She's going to give us uh, give us her copious amounts. And Joe, let me tell you something about Leanne. Okay, Leanne is not only beautiful, you know, former uh, pageant queen and and everything. You know, I'm saying is has won awards for out there for modeling and everything else. But let me tell you something, Leanne. uh, Leanne's football knowledge Mm -hmm. is second to none. Mm-hmm. So what I'm doing is that last segment, I'm just letting y'all know, this, this is Preach. like producing on the air. I'm going to have an extra long last segment. So if you want to get in and be a part of it and hear, have your thoughts, please get them in to start the day. So 414-1450, Thornton's text line, 384-1450, because once Leanne gets on here, she ain't going to give the mic up. That Nor lady knows she. her stuff, and she's going to give you all of it. And you're going to want all of that. She's got plenty of information. Um, you know, if, if you are one of those people that likes to throw a little wager down, um, she, she'll probably give you some of that as well. <laughs> See, we can say that because we're in southern Indiana. Yeah. Lock yeah. it up, Kentucky. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Get right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You, those other states just can't do what we do. <laughs> while we're over here, yeah, Texas, we can, we can place a bet for you, you while we're I mean? on this side of the river. I, I promise you. you know what I'm saying our southern Indiana studios here, the palatial studios of 96.1 FM. But Joe, I, I, I believe we, we may have. Let's see who this is. I have an idea of who this might be on the line with us. Well, let's go ahead and just get that line hot right now. Uh, Carla, you're on the line. Yeah, uh, who's who's on the line with me this morning? Yeah, this is uh, David calling in. Uh, David with uh, yeah, it's really surprising to you know go through the AM and FM radio you know kind of stations that I've got. Yes, and to find it what nine seventy AM. I mean, yes. really, really. I mean, not just fourteen fifty in the X where I've always heard your show. Yes, uh, Rashawn, but uh, but to find you all on so many stations, I just wish that. This ball game today with the cards playing, I just wish it was an earlier start than had I have to go all day to eight o'clock tonight. Isn't, because, it, isn't it rough when you have to? You, you've seen every, you had the week zero games, but you had games start yeah. Thursday. You're watching all this, and mm-hmm. Louisville doesn't get this. It's almost like in the NCAA tournament when your team has the last game on the second yep, day. Yep, <laughs> yep, but, yep, yeah. But don't you guys yeah, remember yeah, how because, bad it was last year when we had to wait until the Monday night or oh, two God. years ago? Yeah. It was a couple of years ago. That that's absolutely brutal because you're setting yourself up for total failure when when everybody's sitting a, a, on a three day weekend 
And your team yes. doesn't kick off until 8 p.m. on Monday. <laughs> yeah, and, and to try to stay up through all of it, too, that's the thing. Yes. Because, uh, you know, lately, my, you know, my, my, I guess you could say, end of the day time has been like, you know, 10, 11 o'clock. Right. And then I find myself waking up early as I've, you know, gotten in a, an older person in, in my 60s. Yes. You know, like I said, if I was, you know, young and whatever, young in 20s, you know, I could, you know, like I said, just, just get by with less sleep and whatever. But it just seems like as I've gotten older, I'm more of a, you know, kind of a morning person. And I'm just not staying up in the night. Hey, you David, know, I'm going to save all night. I mean, if I did, Sunday, it, there's, there's health consequences. So, David, you can't, gotta, you can't get up and, and do the, the drinking all day, okay? You know what I'm saying? No, you, no. You, you got to get some, you know, get a little water in. You get an H2O, maybe get a little mid, mid-afternoon mid nap, and then you'll be good. Yeah, yeah if, I can, if I can get one in, because <laughs> I'm, I'm really pumped up yes, about things. Absolutely. And, uh, so, so what do you think is going to happen today? Well, I'm hoping that the, the cards can have a you know a really good outcome. Is what I'm hoping. I mean, I, I I'll be honest with you, last season Scott Satterfield definitely some disappointments last season and yes. even the season before that. Yes. After the one season that he that he really overachieved after Bobby Petrino's team in '18 that just you know just just completely went to the bottom. I mean, Scott Satterfield you know woke it up and got it together. But the, the last couple of seasons, I'm, 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 I'm trying to be as positive as I can about, you know, uh, Scott Satterfield and what he's putting out there. But it's just, you know, at times, like, for instance, like what's really was frustrating to me was what happened in the Air Force game. That's, Absolutely. oh, man. I mean, that game I, never I happened. believe it. I thought he would have a better showing. <laughs> game um, never happened, Dave, Dave. David, I'm still mad about that game. I, I'm still I, – I, yeah. I'm arms folded – because Louisville lost the Air Force last year, and my arms are still focused. Oh yeah, right now. yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. Yeah, we made it a game that never and the took basketball, place. And the basketball year with Chris Mack didn't help one bit. You know. Oh, exactly. Absolutely. No, it so didn't I, help. It, it 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 made the wounds worse. And and, and now, like I said, it's just now that, like I said, uh, uh, I guess you could say in basketball, Kenny Payne, and I know he's going to do it the best he can. Because I mean, I can go back to the glory days of Denny Crum and everything that was, you know, Louisville basketball and. I know, you know, Kenny Payne's going to do the best he can, but he just didn't want to take anything with NIL. And right. wouldn't you agree with that? I mean, he just Absolutely. said he wants the players that want to yeah. be here, and we have a core that want to be here. <laughs> and he's going to do a season that way, and he'll take the lumps. Hey, you Kenny know, Payne will in his it, first it, season. If, if he's willing to do that, then, you know, it's one of those yep. things. Like I've said, you know, it, it's okay if that's going to be your stance, but that, that means that you're putting all the honest on your coaching prowess and your ability to get guys back. Oh, yeah. So you know, it, it's and I know him. he's I know he's got less than, than than a lot of other teams right now, but he's going to ride the wave with what he thinks he can, you know, work with his first season yes. and see who really wants to be in the program and see who really can, you know, work at it. I mean that that's the thing. I mean, you know, I I don't know. Gosh, I mean, I I couldn't believe that Chris Mack could just tear it all down like he did. Yeah, I, I, that, I, I, that you yeah. know, it was very difficult. You know, the the, the way the football oh, yeah. season ended, and then everything that happened with yes. Chris Mack, it has been a very. Yeah. That's why I feel like uh, everybody feels like this summer was so long, is because pretty much our oh, st- yeah. summer started like mid December. Yep. yep. <laughs> you know, yeah. like after that Western Kentucky loss. What? Oh, I know. Happened? That's what I thought. Western, <laughs> but I was wondering maybe the tornadoes down that way. Yes. Maybe the players were more kind of had to be brought down to reality. Western Kentucky, and then you think about what happened at Eastern Kentucky yeah. with all that. You know, we have to really think about what we're thankful for at Absolutely. times, even though we may complain about this or that in our world. 
we see what happens around in other places, and Absolutely. we just have to. Yeah, it, 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 and I mean that's that's what we have to do at times is just not complain, and at times we do complain. I mean, sports fans are going to complain, or oh, we yeah. complain about what the news is. I know I'm a complain. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah, and I'll, I've got I've, I've had some complaints too. I mean, this this COVID thing that we've had too has I've had I've had more moments of complaining to people and people. Yeah. Telling me to sort of, you know, kind of, you know, dial it back, or, or just sort of <laughs> by actions, you know, tell me to dial it back, and yet I think, oh man, you know, I didn't realize, you know, what I took for granted. Right. Yeah. Game. Right. No, seriously, yeah, man. Disasters will tell you. Yes. What you take for granted. Well, and, and, David, and what you don't and, and appreciate. I, I feel like that's the thing about sports. You know that that's supposed to yeah. be our, our, you know, where, where we can set all the troubles aside and have something that we can yeah. just rally around and focus on, and that gets us excited. So then, when those things start going south and, and things just start going bad, you know, now you yeah. you can't even have fun in your escape. You right. know, and, and that's what yeah. we're trying to get back is to having fun in our. Escape. What one of my biggest pet peeves is when people tell sports fans stay classy. No, man, be classy yeah, in your day-to-day yeah, life. Yeah. <laughs> be, in, be a moron well, I try in that to stay window. as classy as I can because <laughs> yes. I know of non-sports fans, and it's hard to relate to the non-sports fans sometimes. I mean, Absolutely. There's, a, there's a part of me at times I don't even want to go to my non-sports fans people, but I will if I have to, if somebody has to take me there. And it's like I've got to really swallow my pride on the non-sports thing and just say, boy, you all miss out on a lot of things. Oh, yeah. when, because sports is a great escape. I mean, when life, you know, sort of goes in one direction and you don't like it, mm-hmm. sports can sort of, you know, sort of give you that therapy and whatever. And uh, it's also you know, and it's that's tribalism. the thing that sports will do. It's you know, tribalism as well. Therapy. It gives you something. It gives you, it gives you commonality with a group of people that you otherwise would be strangers amongst. Yeah. That's true. Yes, it, it is does. Like, it yeah. is, because, like... In a couple of weeks, when Florida State comes to town, you'll be yep. able to walk mm-hmm. through that parking lot at Cardinal Stadium and make as many I'm new sure friends as you want to. Yeah, it's all on mm-hmm. how outgoing you want to be, because they'll yeah. all, they'll all welcome you. The way you all have got it is like I said, you know, you're on some stations that I didn't <laughs> think you know you all would end up at. I thought that you know what I'm saying is just as far as the broadcasting stuff on the radio when I check out different things like that, I'm really surprised that you know, like I said. You know, uh, like I said, the uh, Word Media Group and everybody's picking up on the Cardinal product, and you know, like I said, the other sports products. If, if uh, I guess you could say, iHeart Media wants it, they will take it. But Word Media is really, you know, picked up on you know what the what the U of L card you know stuff is, and absolutely that, that that's really the biggest surprise of the of the year that I've I've really. You know, say, well, we'll just give it a shot and see how this turns out. Hey, you know, hey, hey David, the broadcasters I, are the same. They just, <laughs> they just you took them away from my heart is what yeah, y'all did. Absolutely. Hey, and I tell yeah. you what, on, on here on 970 AM, the new home of UofL Athletics, we're super, super excited to have that. Super, super excited to be simulcasting this morning from 970. So make sure you keep listening. That's why I called, uh, that's why I called you know, founded your, your show on 970. It's like, wow, absolutely. I've got to call in and talk a little bit. Yeah, yeah. no, I will. Really <laughs> help your show a little bit yeah, today because yeah, no, I, I don't know what calls you get. So. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, Dave. Sure. Hey, well, yeah, you know what, sure, David? Thanks. Did you yeah. have a score prediction for us? Well, a score prediction, I'm going to say probably U of L by 10 points, maybe, what, 31-21 maybe, but like I said, we'll just have to see. Hopefully it'll be more than that, but we'll see, right? I'll take it. Yeah, 31-21 maybe. 1-0 in yeah. conference? Let's get it. I hope so. I hope it'll be 1-0. That'll be a great start. Hey, thanks so much for the call, David. 
Go Cards. Sure will. David, yeah. appreciate you, right. man. Thank you so much, brother. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye. Man, and to his point, Rashawn, about just, you know, taking a moment and kind of smelling the flowers and looking around and yes. appreciating the moment. Man, it is good to be back on air with you on game days. You know? Like it, in it's studio, different. isn't the energy different? It's it, we're it, we're doing we're doing it correctly. Absolutely, and and you know who else decided to grace us with this presence this morning? On the line right now, the architect of the main event sports show, my big buddy H to the Izzo, Haven Harrington. How are you doing this morning, sir? Man, I am doing awesome. I'm calling you guys from the greatness it is, Indianapolis, Indiana. See, see what I'm saying about this globe trotting. How'd you? Where'd you get to, to Naptown? What is happening? Like you are like like where's Waldo, Carmen, San Diego? You know, just popping up everywhere. What's going on in Naptown, man? Uh, girls soccer tournament. There we go. Hey, got 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 to support the baby. So so you will not be here yelling uh, live. I, I I will take it. The, yeah, I will have to listen to your complaints over the phone probably. Oh no no, I'll be back in town. Down the greatness that is the Syracuse Orangemen. Okay, all right, there we go. Okay, I, I just want to make sure. I just want to know where you're gonna be at. What's gonna be going on? Because I'm gonna need your analysis. Because you know you are the man with the very discerning football eye. So you know, we got. I I, I need your thoughts on everything that's happening. You know, out there on the football field. So, Haven, let me first ask you: How does it feel to know that not not only are we here broadcasting on the beautiful uh, palatial studios of ninety six point one FM fourteen fifty AM, but now also on the new home of Cardinal Athletics nine seventy AM? How's that feel? Uh, you know, for, for you this morning, brother. It's about time, baby. It's that's about it. time. That's but, it. But you know what? Seat at the table. I'm so happy, man. Because you know, all these other sports shows have been sweating like condensation. So <laughs> it's good for all the people out there to hear the greatness of this Wake Up 502, the main event family in full effect. We got Leanne calling in later on, who's a mass recruiter, handicapper. So, man, I'm telling you, I'm excited. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, today also marks the return uh, of one man and one man only. And fellas, y'all know who that man is. Hold on, I'm, I'm going to give you a, a, a hint. And I got him right in the... Uh Uh-oh. Hey, hi, Flandered. Go wildcat. Do you have a problem with the way I'm coaching? No, 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 no. It's just that, well, like I was yelling earlier, it seems like anyone with half a brain could coach better than you. Uh Uh-huh, half a brain, huh? Well, you know what? It sounds like you just volunteered. Me? But you were doing such a great job. That's right. The man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Ned Flanders, a.k.a. Scott Satterfield is back on the sidelines, fellas. You know we had to give him a hard time. Love Nettie to death. I'm so happy to see that man back out there. They're just words, Nettie. (laughs) They can't hurt you. (laughs) 
Hey, hey, you know what though? No, hey, real talk. But you gotta remember, you know what I'm saying? Ned, you know, people kind of picked on him. He wore his sweater a little too tight. You know what I'm saying? He 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 went around getting uh, mocked all the time. But what happened when he took that sweater off? Flex. Ned was jacked, yoked. And I feel like this summer and this off season, Ned took the sweater off, got in the sun. You know what I'm saying? Got, got got a little bit of sun on that pasty skin of his. Put some sunglasses on, and he's been flexing all summer. So we got to see if we're all gonna get summer. swaggy Ned, or if we're gonna get sweater Ned. So is it gonna be swaggy or sweater? That's what I want to see. You know what? It's gonna be swaggy Ned. I, I'm calling it right now. Okay. I'm, I'm I'm calling it right now. Ned Flanders is gonna beat down <laughs> Syracuse. He's going to go down to Central South Florida, wherever we are, take care of business <laughs> down there. We'll take care of business against Florida State. Okay. So, so, so you call it for 4 0 start? The sweater's coming back on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> then the sweater's going back on. <laughs> okay. I don't know how this season will, will shake out exactly. Yes. But I do know this much every win that he accumulates. We're going to see him get a little, it'll be like leveling up on a video game. He's going to get a little more spiketastic. Oh, yeah. It's going to happen. Because hey, he, he rightfully so should be feeling himself over this class that he's got. Oh, absolutely. He has every right to be peacocking right now and sticking his chest out and saying it with, with say it with your chest. Say it with your chest. Yeah. No, hey, I man, mean, he's earned that right. So if he starts getting if he starts getting some success on the field, too, then he's really going to have fun yelling at people like us. Like, see? See, you had jokes, didn't you? Ned Flanders? <laughs> Ned Flanders win nine games? Ned Flanders do that? No, I did that. Hey, please, I want, I want that. Like, that's the smoke. Like, look, this is one of the things about about both uh, Wake Up 502 with Rashawn Myers uh, and, and crew as well as the main event sports show. Look, we're going to give it to you when you deserve to have it given to you. But when you do what you're supposed to do, you're going to get love like no other. So we're going to do both. You know, Harsh all, but fair we, radio. We always keep it real. <laughs> you know what? No, you know what? I'm, I'm going to say it like this. In the immortal words of the great one himself, Asan, we're going to give it to you raw. Absolutely. And that's what we do. And, and for those who don't, know, who, who don't know who that is, it's ODB. Rest in peace. There it is. I mean, like, and, that, and that's the way we've always done it. That's the way we've always believed in doing it, and that's what we're going to do. And like I said, you know, regardless of where you catch us, in, in what way in which you catch us, you're always going to get it that way. And I tell you what, one of the places where you're going to get a new experience with that is going to be at 21st in Germantown. Super, super excited to be partnering with them. We will have game day 502. It's going to be going down every Saturday at 21st in Germantown. We're very, very excited about that partnership. We're going to have so many things happening with those good folks over there. Um, every Saturday of the football season, we'll be out there. So make sure that you come. Come out, you, you you come out, you see us, you say what's up, what's happening, Rashawn, you suck. I you know, I, I want it all. Like I, I don't care whether it's it's praise, I don't care whether it's criticism. Like I wanna argue with you live on the microphone. If, mm -hmm. if, if you wanna, you know, because you know, it's, it's the uh the rules for the live broadcast shows, uh when we're not on terrestrial, um, are a little bit more lax. So if you wanna come on the microphone and curse me out, please. 
do so. I, I've, I've issued an open statement from day one. If you if you want to come take this microphone, go for it. I'll be it. I'll be at fourteen eighty one South uh, South Shelby Street this afternoon with my friends. Yeah, that's the that is the location. Come through, and that'll be every Saturday this fall. That's right. right. Every Saturday this fall from four to six p.m. fourteen eighty one South Shelby Street. Uh, in Louisville, 40217 is the zip there. Um, but 21st in Germantown, uh, they were very excited to be able to have the Wake Up 502 come be a part of what they're doing. Uh, amazing food menu, great entertainment. They, of course, have the barrel room there as well. In the back, they do all types of entertainment, um, you know, music, comedy shows. Uh, we're going to be a, a part of a white party that's going on tonight. I'm going to be giving away a couple of tickets to the white party, $25 value per ticket. I'm going to be giving those away today at 21st in Germantown. If you want to come by, literally, fellas, I've been trying to figure out what I want to do, and we also have some other giveaways as well. I said, you know what, what's the best way to do this? Do I want to do, you know, caller number this or ask a question? But I decided, you know what, I want to see people come out. I want to see people, you know, be, be a part of what's going on. So if you come out to 21st in Germantown today, 1481 South Shelby Street, and just say, Rashawn, I'm here. Give me them tickets. I like to party. They're yours. All you got to do is say so. Just come like out. Party. Four, 4 to 6 p.m. You come out at any point um, during the the, the uh, game day 502 broadcast and say, give me them tickets. They are yours. You're going down. You're going to be hanging with us tonight. The white party is going to be happening. It's going to be live. Uh, you know, like I said, 21st is an amazing venue. Have a lot of great things going on. They have a lot of food specials, drink specials. Um, I, I am pers- uh, partial to uh, the morning Gouda burger. Uh, it's it's a, uh, a hamburger, um, you know, with the uh, with the egg on it, with the Gouda cheese. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely mm-hmm. amazing, like amazing. My beard hinders me from eating any burgers with with eggs on them in public. <laughs> fair. It's not a good look for me. Fair that 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 is harsh but fair. But it's let me a, but it's a something. fork and knife burger for sure. Yes. It, and, it, and it looks amazing. It it is amazing that you know they have they have the buffalo chicken sandwiches. They have so I mean they have they have so many great things and, and we're going to be coming to you all year long. All throughout the football season, uh, we'll be there. So come out there, um, have yourself heard. Uh, we'd love for you to be a part of it. So you know what? I, I, I tell you what, fellas, we're going to go ahead. We're going to hit this first break. When we get back, we got to get into it. Uh, if you want to get in, of course, 414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. 384-1450 uh, is the Wake Up 502 buzz line. If you want to get, get in get your thoughts like David as well, uh, I want to hear it. Like, today, this is y'all's, this is y'all's day. Okay? Fan show. Absolutely. This is y'all's day, man. I Game day. Hey, Wake Up 502 with Rashawn Myers, and we'll be back. What's poppin'? Brand new whip, just hopped in. I got options, I can pass that. Like I'm scat and I caught her. I'm out here with somebody's daughter. She calling me daddy. I'm somebody's father. I gotta go kiss it. I when I go kiss it, I put my lips on it like somebody watered it. I'm in the glacier. The caught in the wallet. She put up the screen, but Do you smell what the rock is cooking? I smell it. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? Smell it. Come on. Come on. Do you smell what the yeah. rock is cooking? Yeah. The rock has come back. Laying down the smack on you funky crap candy coated ass. Into the squared circle with the great one, the most electrifying moves. Don't touch the station. Children and their children and all chant with the millions upon millions of rock fans. Get ready for the square dance. Here's your chance for a can of ass whooping from the people's champ. If you smell what the rock's cooking. 
the smoke of the rock's cooking. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? The smoke of the rock's cooking. Welcome back in. Welcome back in to Wake Up 502. It's going down. Can you feel the energy? Everything that we're going to be pumping today, everybody knows music is a huge part of the brand here at Wake Up 502. So everything is going to be energetic. You feel me? It's going to be charged up a little Method Man, the rock theme song, Know Your Role. You know what I'm saying? Just to get you in the the right vibes. Like, I need everybody by the end of this show to be able to, you know, turn off your radio and literally be ready to go out and just hit somebody. Just tackle them. Hit stick. This should come as no surprise to you, but my alarm this morning was set to to wake up the entire house to Annie up. (laughs) Very You know it's game day at at, uh, Fort Awesome (laughs) when you hear the air horn immediately and the, (laughs) the call to arms, so to speak. (laughs) <laughs> very nice very, attention I, I, please attention please yeah like that's what we need though mm-hmm. like like that, that that right there mm-hmm. that's the energy we're looking for that's the energy we want on the field that's the energy we want from the fans that's the energy we, i want on the text line at 414-1450 that's the energy i want on the wake up 502 buzz line 384-1450 so make sure that you are bringing that same energy like i need y'all to be all the way up today I'm standing up doing radio All the way right up. now. You feel me? Like that that's where I'm at. I'm super, super excited about it. I cannot wait for this game. Like, and, and let me tell you something. One of the things that's even gotten me more excited was just watching some of the other games. Like that Pitt WVU game. The fourth quarter was amazing. Oh my gosh. Was amazing. That's unbelievable. Like, like that game right there, really and truthfully, is what locked me in to like yeah, it's game on now. It gave, it gave you everything you want out of out of like the real week one opener. Yeah. Uh, I know we had week zero, but that that Thursday night game is always the the first game to me of, of the college. It season. brought a little more than uh, Vanderbilt Hawaii. Absolutely, I love the rainbow, the former Rainbow Warriors, but you know. Uh, and I was watching that first half, and I, I was thinking, well, this is exactly what we all sat around all summer waiting for. Two punts pinned inside the five in a field goal. <laughs> it's a, it's a, we have a soccer match on our hands, right. to, so to speak. But then what, once the defense has got a little little gassed in the second half, the offense has settled in, settled in we got our, ourselves a nice little shootout. It's a good way to, to kickstart a Thursday and not get enough sleep for your Friday. But it didn't matter because it's opening weekend on a three-day weekend. How beautiful is that? It's amazing. Oh, hey, I, hey, and I needed that extra day. This has been a long time coming. So I, I love always the start of football, and you get that extra day off. It is music to my ears. I tell you what, we already actually have some text rolling in on the uh, the uh, Thornton's uh, text line, uh, 502-414-1450. Our buddy Josh Hawkins checking in and said, congratulations on the new simulcast, fellas. Yeah, I mean, hey, that, that's huge. Like like 970 AM being uh, you know now the official home of Cardinal Athletics, you get to hear Paul Rogers and the crew doing their thing out there. Um, I believe uh, that the uh, official broadcast starts at 6.30 uh, p.m. tonight. Um, so make sure you're tuning in to 970 uh, for that. Um, and that's going to be here every week uh, of, of the sports calendar. You're going to be able to hear Cardinal Athletics. So, like, that is humongous. So appreciate, Josh, uh, that love. Uh, also have a texter texting in, uh, said, loving the 8 p.m. start and ready for a, a win. Uh, cards by 10. L's up, D.D. So, so Didi's checking in. She's given her official prediction already. That's our first official prediction of the show. Well, our second official prediction, our first through the text line. Uh, but Didi says, uh, "Cards by ten. All right, and also uh, to any future any future texters, let us know what time you plan on getting your your tailgating started, and I will let you know if I think that is a good 
or bad idea. And what's on the grill? Yeah. Yeah, Please. let me know. What, what, I need how to are know. y'all getting down? Like, or are I, you coming by to see us and, and, and eat off that menu? You feel me? Like, like I, I need to know what's on the grill. What what you got? You're doing some, you know, you're doing the, the, the originals, the, you know, your, your burgers, your dogs. You're going eccentric, going to have some, uh, you know, steak or even I some, did. I, I, I had to do a little squirrel. Little, you know? <laughs> I had to do a little practicing last night, you know, to get, you know, to get back in the groove because I've been, I've been a little lazy in, in the month of August. It's been busy. Yeah, we did. Uh, we did some steak and some drum legs. Yes, I I saw, I saw that you had the uh, the, the wing sauce, yeah, the the dry rub from FTKY barbecue. Yeah, okay, okay, you did dry rub. Yeah, ooh, I was like, ooh, man, ooh, if the ooh, wings ooh. are this good, what ha- what would happen if we put it on the whole yard bird? Absolutely. Why stop at the wings? Who does that? Hey, uh, let me tell you something. It, like like Joe invited me out. Uh, you know, of course, y- y'all saw some of the pictures from that. Uh, like he invited me over to the crib. You know, what I'm saying he said, "Rock, grill's going." I'm gonna need you, 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 uh, you know, requesting your presence, sir. Please, I said, Joe, <laughs> you ain't said nothing but a thing. I'll be right there <laughs> immediately. Hey, and let me tell you something: when this man gets on the grill, sunshine and rainbows. Yeah, yeah, it's it's <laughs> funny. It's it's Magic funny. Happens. Hey, for the for the people that that haven't ever hung out at a tailgate, like, but have, but have hung out with me before, like, man, wait, that's what Joe's like when he's being serious. Like, stay out of his way. <laughs> hey, pull poor jalapeno poppers. That's all I'm going to say. Yo, man, you got to get creative with it sometimes. You feel me? Like, Jalapenos, pl- the, the cream cheese is played out. Oh, we man. stuff it with pulled pork. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, I, 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 you know what? Let's go ahead. Let's start cutting into this because I know we have a lot of analysis uh, to get into. Um, and like I said, please continue to, to send your texts uh, and calls uh, into the 414-1450 uh, Thornton's text line as well as the uh, 384-1450 um, call-in line. Uh, but, but Haven, I, I want to get into it. All right, so Louisville heading up the road, heading up to New York, taking on the most hated Syracuse Orange, okay? I need to know offensively, okay, we, we know the new guys. We know – and look – I understand that Tyler Hudson has a nickname. I'm not calling him T. Huddy. I keep, I keep hearing everybody throwing out this T. Huddy. You got to earn a nickname, bro. I'm not going to give you a nickname until you do something. All right? So until you get on that field and you do something, I'm not, you'll never hear me call him T. Huddy. It's Tyler Hudson. Okay, so Louisville does have the new Central Arkansas transfer, Tyler Hudson. He's had a very nice camp. People have raved about his ability, but I want to see what Tyler's going to do when the bright lights come on. So Louisville has some very exciting transfers. Tyon Evans, the transfer from Tennessee. Um, They have um, Caleb Chandler, uh, you know, a a preseason all-conference and a a watch list kind of dark horse all-American candidate there on the offensive line. Um, They're bringing back pretty much – uh, five of the six starters, uh, which they basically had last year. Now that Brian Hudson uh, is going to be there in the middle, manning the thing, uh, manning things at the center position. Um, what do you need to see, Haven, from this offense? Like, who's the most important? I, I don't care if you want to go with the most important player, the most important group. Um, like, what is the most important thing for the offense today? Is it a person or a group? Oh, that, I'm that's easy, man. It's all about Malik. Okay, the offense begins. Starts and ends with Malik's arms and legs. He sets everything off. Okay, okay. So, so what does what yeah. does uh, okay? So, so you you say Malik Cunningham. So, so now I'm I'm gonna ask you about this. So, what does success for you look for Malik? Is it 
Malik running the ball? Is it Malik passing the ball? Like, what do you think is the most important thing for him? Okay, so for this game and for the rest of the season, it's short, controlled throws. Okay. That's most important. Can he matriculate the offense down the field? Get those 10, 5, 7, 8-yard chunks and keep the chains moving? Or are we going to be like the past couple years he's been here where it's been sputter, 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 deep ball, we get in a scoring position, and we score. So matriculate the ball down the field, control passing. I want to see his receivers able to get separation, able to get open, especially those crossing patterns So we know that Scott loves so much and can slowly matriculate the ball down the field without having to rely on big gashing plays. Hey, hey, Haven, you know what? And I think that that right there, you hit the nail on the head. You know, we've discussed the fact, you know, that third down um, and being able to convert on third down was a huge issue for Louisville last year, being able to um, get touchdowns rather than field goals when you get inside the 25 into the red zone. Um, those were things that were huge bugaboos for Louisville last year. Louisville was very good and has continued to be very good at the explosive plays, the plays over 30 yards, the plays over 40 yards, plays over 50 yards. They pretty much lead the nation, have led the nation the last three years or been in the top two or three every year that Scott Satterfield's been here. But last year um, we saw a very, very big dip in the ability to consistently move the ball, possess the ball, um, and matriculate the ball down the field and actually be able to use the clock. Because we know Scott Satterfield wants to be able to run the ball. He wants to be physical. But if you're not getting first downs, that's going to be huge. So I I think that short intermediate passing game is going to be a a big-time, big-time need. Oh, yeah. And like I said, our offense since Scott has been here has literally been predicated on Malik. He's the engine. Whether it's legs or his, or his arm, he's the engine. If he goes, we go. If he falters, we falter. And it's pretty much that simple so far. But now he has a couple more weapons around him. And I think this probably, this probably would be the best running back group right now. On paper, it should be the best running back group he's had since he's been here. So, like, like we'll see. Like, like, we'll see, like, like, what he can do. And, you know, if we can get the running game going outside of Malik. If the transfer from Tennessee is as good as everybody says he is, and he kind of becomes our next Javon Hawkins, and kind of you know get some separation, get a little burst of speed. Hey, 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 hey! hey, hey I asked you for that. one person. Look, I didn't ask you to break down the uh, whole offense. I said, "What was the one person for you?" You said Malik okay. Cunningham. I, I, I'm okay. So, quit trying to take everybody's analysis. See, what I'm saying, see, you give, uh, you, you give people uh, a little bit, and they just try to just take everything. Joe Kelly, what you oh, got? Man, what? Football, see, see, see what I'm saying? I, I know you're excited, Haven, but you know what I'm saying? Save some for the rest. You can't have all the pulled pork, bruh. We want some too. You know what I'm saying? You can't have it all. You're trying to put all the pulled pork on your plate. Dude, dude, you got the Titans left. You got the wide receivers. You got the, you got the coaching staff. We have so much to talk about. Talk about That's Virginia fair. Tech losing the Old Dominion. Old Dominion. Wow. Embarrassing oh. the ACC on the first night of college football. I'm 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 ready to declare that Virginia Tech uh, they're done as a program, man. That was a, that was a Beamer era thing. 
and it'll it'll just it, it's it's going to be a long time before we ever see that. If out Michael of, Vick was roll, if, if Michael Vick was in a grave, he'd be rolling over in it right now. Corey Moore's <laughs> eyes are very wide at the moment, watching that, looking at that scoreboard. That was all hey, I could think of when I saw the scoreboard nice. was was Corey Moore's old profile picture because that man's eyes were terrifying. That is a very nice reference right there. <laughs> that is that is that that That's is what quality you, out of you. See, man, the regular season's here, game day, bro. <laughs> Very nice. All right, Joe. What now? What what is your most important factor for the offense? Uh, what, what are you looking at? If it's if it's one player, it's it's kind of hard. It can be a player to, or a group. It, yeah, I was one. gonna say if it's a player, it's it's hard to disagree with with everything Haven just said. It starts and it ends with with Malik. Okay. So uh, the other player that I'd love to see, I really hope this is Marshawn's year. I don't want to see okay. games and periods where he just sort of he's on a milk box. Yes. And for younger listeners, that means he's missing. You know, I know, I know younger <laughs> listeners might be like, what's a milk what's box? <laughs> Why is he, what, what's he talking about cereal for? But I guess as a unit or a group, I'm really intrigued to see if the offensive line lives up to the hype that we're hearing about having two, you know, top 100 NFL prospects on that line. Um, we've heard high praise about them. You know, but it's week one, man. I, I, I hate to tell you, no matter who you root for this weekend, no matter who you cheer for, you're in trouble, pal. Because I, I talked to the other team's coach, and you know what he told me, Rashawn? Sad. He said his boys are angry. They're ready to hit somebody in a different color uniform. They've been itching to get out on the field. All the possessions have improved. So everybody's in trouble, right? That's what it sounds like. I, you know, but I mean, this is and this is the one thing about it, man. When it's week one of the season, everybody feels like they got a shot. Everybody feels like, you know, we've gotten stronger. We've been in the weight room. You know, we, 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 we learned got, from last we, year. We got new wrinkles. You know, we got either transfers in or this guy's older or we have some red shirt freshmen that look really good on the scout team. So, like, the, every team finds optimism from something. But it's when the rubber meets the road and we get done with the talking is when you see, okay, what actually came out there. And like I said, like Mike Tyson always say, everybody got a plan until they get hit. All right, so now when you take that hit, because the last thing I remember is Air Force. I know you said that Air Force don't exist. Like, what are I, you talking about, man? I still remember losing to a service academy and being as pissed off at a Louisville football loss as probably any loss I've ever had to suffer through. So, that was a fever dream. Yeah, so, you know, like, I remember that. I remember what happened. I remember how angry I was. So I want to see now when the rubber and Misa roll, like, everything, every note that this team – from Scott Satterfield on down, has hit every note in the offseason. Uh, you know, people worried about, you know, having a little bit more diversity in the offensive play calling. Uh, let's not go with the run every first down. You know, Scott Satterfield brings in Lance Taylor. Um, you know, Brian Brown, while, you know, people has talked about, you know, how much potential he has as a young play caller, we really didn't like a lot of things he did, backing off, rushing three. So, you know, you bring in <clears throat> a veteran SEC defensive coach and Coach McGriff um, to give him some, some you know, some uh, fatherly advice, you know, <laughs> if you will. You know what I'm saying? On, on the sidelines, it'll be like, son, maybe need to rush a little bit. Mm. More guys. <laughs> mm. Like, uh-uh, I wouldn't do that. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we have that on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, you know, people talked about, you know, losing guys um, like Jordan Watkins to, to uh, Ole Miss. So you go out there, you bring in a D Wiggins. You, you know, you go out there and kind of replenish uh, the coffers with, with, with your transfers. So, you know, I mean, it's one of those things where we got to see what happens when the rubber meets the road. And, and that's what it's going to be about. I don't care about the hype. I don't care about the talk. Like, I don't care. 
Like, I want to see what happens when you get hit in the mouth. I want to see what happens if Syracuse comes out there. They're going to be hyped up. Like, Syracuse Barstool literally had a Photoshop picture of Malik Cunningham as a clown. <laughs> they want the smoke. Like, Syracuse was talking so much smack that those defensive players were talking smack up at the ACC media days at the ACC kickoff. Uh, talking about that they don't consider Louisville to be a challenge. They don't think it's going to be difficult. And that's coming from a team that Louisville has basically mollywopped the last two years. Yeah, like, I, what are you doing? They, they want the smoke, and even And even before that, that two-year uh, mollywopping, y'all are the program whose coach made it a point to walk up and touch Lamar's shoulder at ACC Media Day so he could tell everybody, oh, I just wanted somebody in a Syracuse jersey to, to say they got a hand on Lamar. <laughs> like, bro, your own coach knows y'all are bums. <laughs> get right. out of here with that hey, nonsense. Syracuse is coming through swaggy. Like Man, they, come through and get squeezed. Uh, so, so, you know, like, this is the whole thing. They want the smoke. It's going to be charged up. Like, the one odd thing, and Coach Satterfield brought it up during his media availability, and I didn't really think about it or realize it, but all three years that Louisville's played Syracuse since Scott's been here, um, all three games were here in Louisville. <laughs> that Syracuse had oh, played yeah. here at Louisville all three years in a row, which is a very odd quirk in the schedule which that I didn't realize, but I'm like, okay, so this is a different experience. This is their first time going up to the Dome. Okay, this is going to be their first time in that environment, and Louisville has struggled on the road. Uh, you know, we've seen Louisville struggle under Scott, Scott Satterfield on the road in those difficult environments. Um, so we have to see what's going to happen out there because Syracuse wants to smoke. They're going to come out. I feel like it's going to be very chippy because there's been a lot of talking. So I need to see what happens. Are you going to go out there, accept the challenge, accept if there's adversity early, and go out there and get it done? Syracuse has one of the strongest linebacking cores in in the in the conference. They've got a good secondary. That's where I'm going to end being complimentary of their their trash program. Well, I, they're I, bums. Uh, <laughs> as far as being a road game in a hostile environment, it's hostile because the Carrier Dome sucks, man. I'm I'm trying to we're, come through tonight when we're off off the airwaves. <laughs> you can hear my real thoughts on it. But Game like it's, it's the Carrier Dome. Joe unplugged. It's the Carrier Dome, but they don't have air conditioning. Explain that. Right. Well, it's not the Carry Dome. Now it's the wireless dome. Like, they have some new wireless provider up there in Syracuse. It's finally no longer the Carrier Dome. It's the Cricket Dome. So, yeah, it's like the Cricket Wireless Dome now. So, you know, they got the Cricket Wireless Dome. Bad boy lawnmowers Of course, bold. obviously means there's not going to be any type of wireless coverage inside the dome, probably. None. So, you know, that's usually the way those things go. Um but we'll we'll have to see. But like I, that's what I want to see. You know what happens when you take the punch. Now I know we're we're coming up on the uh, almost the end of the hour, so I'm gonna get into my what I'm looking for on the offense. Um, so I, Joe, uh, you know Joe, I know you talked about wanting to see Marshawn do his thing. Haven, I know you talked about Malik Cunningham. But I'm gonna tell you the the guy that I've been thinking about, and he was he's really been on my spirit. And, and I and the reason why I think this guy's the most important is Tyon Evans. And the reason mm -hmm. I say it's Tyon Evans, the thing about bringing in this young man, I remember the impact that um, Eric Shelton had in Bobby Petrino's first team. And you were able to have that kind of the dude that's just better and bigger and stronger and faster than everybody else. When you can lean on that cat and just give him the ball and know he's going to get you four to five, six yards at least every Falling time forward. he touches the ball. Yeah. Like, that's huge. And I think it's doubly important for Louisville. If Tyon Evans can be that and be that dude that you know that every team has to account for, that opens up everything that Malik Cunningham does both 
in the passing game because now they're going to have to roll more guys into the box to prepare for what Evans can do running the ball. But then, and that opens up, of course, the passing game. But then the threat of Cunningham as a runner makes it so much tougher and so much more difficult because you can only, um, you know, bring so many guys into, uh, to, into the box and can account for so many things. So guys like Marshawn Ford, maybe he's running wide open in the middle. Tyler Hudson's able to get behind the defense because those safeties are creeping up because they're worried about Evans breaking off another 15-yard run up the middle. Yeah. So, you know, I think that if Tyler, if, if uh, Tyon Evans can come in and be a dude that's good enough also to make Malik hand the damn ball off and not try to think I got to do everything with my legs myself, you know, because I think he got into a little bit of hero ball last year where he would pull the ball and just try to do everything running the ball, especially in the red zone, where he felt like he had to do it because nobody else was going to do it. If Tyon Evans can be good to great – and he can be that dude to be like, oh, yeah, this dude is different. I'm definitely going to give him the ball. And I'm definitely going to let him carry his water. I feel like Tyon Evans being good on that offense will make everybody on that offense better. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, look at how good Scott's uh, offense was. We, we talked about how he overachieved a little bit in the first year. and, and But he had playmakers. And when he had yeah. JV and Hawkins and he had, he had Mekhi Becton blocking for JV and Hawkins. Yeah. And he made, he made safeties come down. Creep up to closer to the line of scrimmage. That's how you were getting two two Atwell blowing the top off the coverage. Absolutely, you know that that was that his offense. I loved watching his offense when he had the right players. So, you know, you give him you give him the right Jimmys and Joes, and we'll see what how his ex's nose look. No, I, I agree with you. And, and Haven, let, let me just ask you, like, as far as um, you know, we we've heard a lot about this offensive line. Like, as far as that that offensive line play is concerned, like. What do you need to see from them? Is it more important? Like, is it going to be the pass protection aspect? Is it going to be that they're firing off the ball? Like, what, what, what are you going to be looking for for them besides, of course, staying healthy? Did he fall asleep? Honestly, <laughs> I'm going to keep it simple. I'm, I'm going to keep it simple. <laughs> yes. Raw naked aggression. That's okay. what it's all about. Raw naked aggression. Being nasty. Bring the ruckus. Like Makai Becton that first year in year one, just kind of just blocking dudes 80 yards downfield. That's what I do, man. You got to bring the ruckus. Okay. Okay. So, like, like Trevor Reed, that like one guy, when you talk about that, that, that ruthless aggression, like Trevor Reed has been a dude that he came over as, as a JUCO. Okay, with three years of eligibility, he came over and he was on the freaks list. Uh, you know, they, they put out the freaks list every year of the, the 30 biggest freaks of college football. And Trevor Reed, they showed him dunking a basketball and they showed him lifting like, I don't know, 700, 800 pounds, squatting. Just, he, came, he got on the freak list because he was just such a, uh, a raw, intimidating athlete. Okay, but, you know, we haven't seen Trevor Reed take that step as a player as of yet. And I think if that guy can come out and do some of what Makai Becton does, I think that's going to be huge. Oh, most definitely it's going to be huge. I mean, it's, you know, like I said, Ben, and I think we said this all offseason, this whole team, the success of the season all depends on Uville's level of aggressiveness. Like, how much are they going to bring the ruckus or it's going to be shame on some ninjas. You know what I'm saying? Because it can all be that simple, right? Mm-hmm. You can just bring the ruckus. It can all be that simple. You just bring the ruckus. I, lo- I love the I love the Wu Tang references while uh, while 
Rashawn is in there <laughs> rocking the W T shirt. Like this is the brand is strong. Absolutely. There it is. I'll tell you just as just a little preview because I know when we come back on the other side of the hour, we're probably going to talk a little bit about what we expect out of the defense. Yes, the guy that I can't wait to see come out because I think he's going to play like a man on fire today. Our man, Monty Montgomery. Ooh, hey, that man's hungry. I, I, I got thoughts about that defense. Ready to get back out there. <laughs> I got thoughts about that defense, brother. Hey, and that's going to be coming up after the break. You are listening to Wake Up 502, simulcasting on the new home of Cardinal Athletics, 970 AM, as well, of course, the originals, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM, WXVW. It is going down on a game day Saturday morning. We'll be back on Wake Up 502. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? This is it, y'all. Summer Slam, Summer Sam Bow. It's Thursday night SmackDown. There's no way out. Now you got a problem with the Brahma Ball. Time to throw the rock bottom. Ain't no way to stop me. See the people's eyebrow ignite the crowd into a fitting frenzy. They want blood now. Chin lock and chair shot, suplexes, leg drop. Finish with the people's elbow with shining rock. If you smell what the rock's pushing. EA Sports. It's in the game. I do not remember that. That that goes hard. That was the intro to Madden 2000. <laughs> I remember hearing it for the first time in '99 because they always named the the game. You know, one right, year. Right. Right. I was like, who is this guy on the intro? <laughs> and then my and then the next fall when I was a freshman in campus uh, um, at school, Ludacris dropped Fantasy. Yes. And I was like, man, I swear to. God, that's that dude that was rapping on the intro oh, of Madden where he was just showing a, a, a NFL hit list of bodies accumulated. Right. It was just a hit stick <laughs> marathon on that intro. Hey, you know what? I like that. So I that like was, that. That was the world's uh, mainstream introduction to Chris Super Duper Lover. So, so like, like everything that we do here, you know, it's always a group effort. And I told the fellas, like, fellas, I, you know, for, for the – you know, for for the music for this week, I want stuff. I want aggressive. I want impact. I need football themes. I need stuff that's got energy. Uh, and and Joe came in here and said, "Yeah, yeah." You know, Ludacris did that intro for Madden. <laughs> I was like, "What?" <laughs> now you know what? I like it. Right. Very right? nice. Very nice. Right? Very nice. So when he sent that, I was like, "Oh yeah, I something. I'm not even going to tell. You. I'll check this out. I'll just be like, find this smart." Hey, you know what? Hey, hey, that was tight. That was tight. Hey, welcome back to Wake Up Five Hundred Two uh, here at the Palatial Studios of WXVW ninety six point one FM fourteen fifty AM as well simulcasting on nine seventy AM and the new home for U of L Athletics is going down. Look at that. 
Hey, I'm telling you, man. You know what? I, I like it. Just rolls off the tongue. On three stations. It's, it, it is a new era, fellas. It is a new era. I can feel the energy. Things are happening. Uh, you know, of course, with us, the Wake Up 502 crew. Of course, we have everything going on over there at 21st in Germantown as well. Uh, the, again, that is 1481 South Shelby Street. We will be there this afternoon, 4 to 6 p.m., breaking down, uh, you know, everything in the world of college football. Uh, we'll be giving you analysis, updates, talking trash, uh, giving you our real unfiltered thoughts <laughs> on mm-hmm. UofL athletics, football, basketball. I want to see people have your face in the place. I'm giving away two tickets uh, to the white party. It's going down this evening. Um, like I said, if you want to uh, get the tickets, just come out and say, you know what? Give me something. What's up? I need them tickets. Rayshawn, you, you show up. You say, give me them tickets. They're yours. So I, I want to see you out there. Come on out to 21st in Germantown. Uh, you know, so stay for a, a little bit of the, the, the chat and the, and the hilarity. Uh, and you know what? Get you a burger. Get you some fries. Get you one of those starters. Uh, you will not be disappointed. You I will not wait. be disappointed. It's I, be- I'm, I'm so excited, man. It, it just it feels so good to be back in football season, hanging out with your friends, it talking about like the cards. It feels like everything is back, right? Like this is like the like the 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 real open. Mm-hmm. It hasn't felt like this since like 2019. No, I mean it, it's 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 been a weird influx uh, situation for a couple of years now with with the whole. You know, I'm gesturing wildly at the whole world. <laughs> you know, there were things outside of that, that weren't just U of L problems. The world was was kind of upside down for a while, and it, it feels like we're getting some semblance of our old lives back. This feels good. This feels normal. This is how the first of September is supposed to be spent. Absolutely. And once again, Texas in uh, 414-1450 Thornton's text line with your predictions and thoughts about the game. Um, if you want to get that in, if you want to give us a call, 384-1450 uh, is the Wake Up 502 buzz line. I'd love to hear your thoughts as well. Um, you know, give your thoughts on the game. Uh, you know, Kenny Payne, I, I know there's a whole lot going on uh, in, in the recruiting world right now. Louisville got a crystal ball for one guy. Um, some thoughts that maybe another guy may not be going that way. Um, we, we will possibly chat about it. May, may have to save that for the, the for the show over there at uh, 21st. I don't know if we'll have time to get to it today because we, we got Cardinal football we're talking about. Um, but, you know, I, I think that um, there is a lot happening right now to be excited about, to be worried about, to be anxious about. You know, whatever your cold beverages of choice, you may want to have it on tap because <laughs> you might need that. Because I feel by, by the time about 7.30 gets here, everybody's going to be nervous. People are going to be lubricated. <laughs> People are going to be anxious. Remember, though, folks, it's a, it's a long day. And uh, you're going to be sitting inside in the nice, cool air conditioning watching watching the, the 3.30 lineups. Because we got a great slate of games, too. We'll uh, get into that during unbelievable, the Unbelievable, yes. In the last oh. segment. Uh, this has we been have a, a great week one. This right? is this is a phenomenal day to be on the road, not kicking off until late in the evening because we're going to get done with this show. I'm going to go home. I'm going to reheat some leftovers. I'm going to watch the noon slate. I'm going to get out to, to the venue around 3.15, 3.30-ish. Mm-hmm. You know, scope it out, shake hands, kiss babies, get set up, eat something. We're going to talk. And then we're going to have games going on during that. We're going to have the 3.30 slate on in the background during that. So you can come out, you can watch the 3.30 slate of games. Mm-hmm. If you decide, you know, you want to leave out, you, you need to be in your home, you need to you need to not be in, in public to watch <laughs> the first, because you're, you're nervous. Yes. You're nervous, and I respect that. Absolutely. Every man has to know his limits. 
Nobody needs to be cussing around babies. So <laughs> if you can't keep it together, come out, say what's up, argue with us for a little bit, get something to eat, maybe take take something home in a to-go box, go be a heathen in your in the privacy of your own home. Oh, yes, you will not be judged, especially for, for the first game. I, I usually choose because, you know, of course, everybody knows that, that you know, we, I've been working the sidelines myself and uh, Aisha is over there, Haven Harrington. And, you know, we, we, ha- we do all the Louisville home games and have been for years, uh, you know, 15, 16 years now. Um, but the road games are when I get to cut back and let my hair down mm-hmm. and act like an insane madman. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. even though I'm always so, <laughs> quote, unquote, buttoned down, you know, in public when I'm out there covering the games because there is a um, expectation of decorum yes. when you're in the press box. Uh, but, yeah, I act just like every insane, crazy fan, yelling, cursing, throwing socks at the television. I don't throw actual things at the television because I like my television. So I'll just ball up a sock and throw it at the TV. I think I think you and I have made personal growth, though, as fans and human beings because there have been multiple games over the last two seasons that one, or if not both of us, have just said, Nah, I'm not doing this. I'll I'll catch the fourth. Joe, we later. bonded over the NC State game. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like that's when we cemented our friendship. Yeah, when it was just like, what are we doing special. here? Yeah, what are we doing here, man? <laughs> we're not gonna let. It's Saturday. We're both yes. dear friends. Uh, we're not gonna let this ruin our weekend. Yes, I went to karaoke. I was like, you know what, Joe? I'm going to karaoke. I'm not even gonna think about this game anymore. Hopefully. Oh, Nettie does not get me back there this year. No. Like, please, please don't don't have me going to karaoke early. Karaoke's like, for Fridays. Yeah, <laughs> you feel me? Like, it's for, it's for high school. It's amateur night. <laughs> so, Saturdays for the for, for the semi pros. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so let me let, let's go ahead, flip over to the defensive side. We talked a little bit about the offense and some of the keys there. Haven Harrington, I'm, I'm bringing you in first uh, since you are the dignitary out there trying to not get hit by the soccer ball. Um, I, I want to ask you defensively, the defensive side of the ball. Give me a person, a player, um, a, a group. Um, who's the most important factor, or who's the guy that you're watching on the defensive side? Oh, that's easy. That's easy. The big man in the middle. The big man on the D line. The big transfer. Lole. Oh, yeah, Jermaine. That's what, that's what it's all about. That's that's what it's all about. I mean, that that's one thing that Lola has lacked since Strong has been here. Or since Strong's players have been here, should I say, is uh, that presence in the middle on the line. Either they can get pressure, or they can clog up the line. That's that's what this team's been missing ever since Scott's been here. Is defensive line play, and it looks like we finally got the anchor. We finally have somebody in the middle who knows what they're doing and can do it. Yeah, I tell you what, with a guy like Lole, um, you know, if you have that big D tackle that demands that double team and demands at least two guys to account for him, it opens up so much on the edge. Uh, so, you know, when, when when you have a guy like um, uh, Yasir Abdullah coming off the edge, if, if Jermaine Lole is, is getting that double team, there's only so many guys. So either you're going to have to keep max protection in and you're going to have to – I guess we <laughs> see he got hit with the soccer ball. Got That's hit with exactly. the soccer ball. He got hit with the soccer ball. The, the the phone went tumbling. He hung up on us. It's fine. It's okay. He'll call. He, I have no doubt he'll call us back. But no, I I think that Lole is going to be huge because the, getting that guy in there, even though it was very interesting, um, that uh, Des Desmond Tell. Um, you know, the, is the guy who's penciled in as the starter at the D-line. And now, of course, um, Coach Satterfield did mention the fact that Jermaine Lole got hurt as soon as he got here. 
Um, so at the very start of practice, he was out for a couple of days. Um, and that ended up, uh, you know, putting him behind the eight ball. And Des Tell didn't give up that starting spot. So the, the, the hope is that Desmond Tell is actually good enough to kind of hold on to that because, I mean, Lole is a guy who's considered a possible first-round draft pick. Right. So if you have one of your guys that's already on the team that's competing and good enough to, you know, maybe beat out a guy who's considered that good, that can't hurt. That's been Louisville's problem as long as I've been watching Louisville football, for being honest, is that they've never had the depth that other that other programs do. And that's where it's caught up to them in bowl games, and that's where it's caught up to them in, in, since joining the ACC is that when you can, when you can rotate your front seven and and keep bringing fresh bodies in there it's a war of attrition absolutely cuz Louisville's I mean, never been able to do that i've said for uh, going all the way back to conference usa days man i, I said I, I like our starting 22 against anybody else but it's a, it's 23 to to 70 on the roster that i just i can't account for i don't know and i'm going to go out on a limb and say Teams in the SEC are gonna ha- are gonna be deeper, you know, historically speaking. Right. But if we're talking just twenty two on twenty two, yeah, I like Louisville starters. Yeah, I well, and I think that's the, the the difference with this team when you look at it. Um, now that 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 Coach Satterfield is this is his fourth year. You've had guys that have been in the system. He's 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 big on the red shirt system. He's big on bringing in a lot of. Uh, uh, walk-ons and, and seeing you know who can play, who can get out there and earn some scholarships, and he's brought in multiple guys uh, that have earned scholarships, and you know we have seen the depth improve. We you know that two years ago that I thought they brought in a very um, high potential defensive line group, um, and, and I think that uh, you'll you'll get to see like. These guys have been in the system for a couple of years. They redshirted. So now these are the backups to some of the guys like Yaya, Ashton Gelati, who was a true freshman last year that was just so talented they couldn't keep him off the field and started his first game as a true freshman on defensive line. That doesn't happen much. And actually lived up to it and played very well before his injury against Wake Forest. Um, so I think that you're going to start to see guys like Caleb Banks, uh, who's a guy who goes around, I think Caleb's like 6'7", darn near 300 pounds. Uh, you know, and he's a reserve. So mm-hmm. that that's the type of guy you're talking about. When you talk about the Alabamas, the LSUs, the Clemsons, and the, the, the major teams in college football, you talk about that depth, you talk about that line strength and how, you know, over a four-quarter game, quarters three and four, usually the team that has that line depth really starts to just impose their will on the other team. And, you know, while other teams will have, the you know, a nice starting group, as you start to get into the, the the long quarters of the game, that depth starts to show up. So the hope is Louisville can kind of do some of those things with this these guys that have been in they've been in the system and with the experience and talent that they're supposedly um, you know are able to put out there now. So like that that's yet to be seen. But I think Lole um, to to Haven's point, I think that's a good call. Um, you know, so we'll have to see uh, what happens with that. So, J- Joe, for for you, I know Haven picked Lole. Who's the defensive guy that you? I know you talked a little bit about him. You gave, you gave a hint. I'm guessing that's who you're gonna roll with. But who's the guy you look? I mean, at? it's hard to pick just one of our linebackers. Yes, I do like our our linebackers because okay. they all do different things. Yes, uh, they're they're they they're very complementary. It's a good core group, and I and I hope they live up to the hype because. They're being hyped up like this is the best linebacking core as a unit. I'm not saying individual, but as a unit that we've had here in 20 years. Like yeah. you, I, you have to go back and think of think of the the Brandon Johnson, Elvis Doomerville, 
geez, help me out. The middle, the Mike, uh, uh, Rob McCune. Yes. Jeez. You know, like, I'm not, let's not compare to the, those Ooh. three guys between Ooh. the three of them had 26 years NFL experience and a CFL defensive MVP. Like I'm, you know? I, I'm so um, old school that when I think about great linebackers, well, I agree with that with that group. I always think of Tyrus McLeod, Tyrus McLeod, Tyrus McLeod, Terry Rice Lockett. Yep. Like that, that, that. That's a shout out to all my old people, Louisville fans. No, Y'all no, know no, what no. I'm talking about. Oh no, I, I I agree with you on that. I'm just saying the best <laughs> yes, sense. sense. You know, no, like, no, and, I and it has I, been because because seriously, man, no, like right. I'm dating myself, but when I say that, I realize. And it's been 20 years yeah, since those guys were on crazy, campus. That's crazy, right? 20 years. Tyrus it's been McLeod 20 years like since 30, I was on campus. 30. Right. Yeah. Like, that's that's an old man Mc, reference. McLeod was like. Tyrus McLeod was probably the best linebacker I've ever seen play at Louisville. Easily. Unbelievable. Easily. Talent. You know, like, like of, of my lifetime. That dude was just. He was a monster. Easily. <laughs> he was larger than life when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, uh, he, he he's one of the first U of L greats. But I'm I'm interested to see how Monty comes out and plays because I'm always interested to see guys after an injury see yes. if they're if they're at all passive or, or you know tentative. I don't think that's going to be an issue for him at all. Yeah. Uh, but but it'll be good to see how he comes out there and, and plays. And you know we meant, we've talked about him. Obviously, you got the man coming off the edge, you see. Yeah. I mean, Yasir Abdullah, uh, you know. I can, I can name off four guys from that. In, yeah. in the ACC. Yeah. So, I mean, there's three or four guys I could, I could, you could easily make an argument for. I mean, Momo Sanogo, the transfer from, from Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, his impact in the middle. You're going to have Monty and Momo in the middle, which you got to love. Monty and Momo in the middle. I feel like that's a T-shirt opportunity waiting to happen. And Monty also name searches so just, just on Twitter. So, let, just to let you all know. <laughs> in case in case you get slick, man, you can't get caught. Because oh, when when he first signed here, I, I tweeted, "Is his name Montgomery Montgomery?" Because <laughs> if it is, man, I, let's just call him Montgomery Squared. <laughs> and and he liked it and replied, "Yep." Yeah, <laughs> it's like gotta be that man. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> that's that's family pride right there. So we're so proud. Like man, we named him twice. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> who you who who are you excited about? You got somebody in the secondary you're thinking of, or are you you with us on the front seven? Hey, uh, no, you know what? Uh, you know I'm gonna let y'all have that. You know, uh, Haven kind of featured the, the D line. Um, you, you love the linebackers, and you know, definitely, I think that's warranted. I tell you what, I love the 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 cornerback depth. You know, Trey Clark, from all intents and purposes, is back from his injury. Um, he had the ACL that he went down with. Uh, both he and Monty both went down with ACLs. Both of those guys um, have been said to be healthy. Um, uh, Coach Satterfield said that everybody's been healthy, but this foursome, when you talk about Trey Clark, Quincy Riley, a guy who came over from uh, MTSU that has a very similar profile uh, to what Trey Clark had coming out, and we remember how impactful he was immediately, and uh, Quincy Riley's been talked up just as much. You talk about Jarvis Brownlee, the transfer from FSU, as well as Chandler Jones, who's been at Louisville for 18 years. Uh, You know, that foursome right there, we once again talk about depth, and we talk about guys who've been in the system, and then guys who just have talent. Uh, You know, Quincy Riley, um, prior to uh, Tyler Hudson, uh, deciding he was transferring to Louisville was the highest-rated transfer coming over. Um, the thoughts for for this guy is that he's got NFL draft potential. So when you talk about that foursome, you know t- uh, Chandler Jones being a former four-star defensive back, 
Um, I, I and and Jarvis Brownlee, high three star, four star ish type kid as well. That forced him at the cornerback spot. Like this is when. You know, one of the things that Louisville has always struggled with um, under Scott Satterfield has been the need to feel like, you know what, we're going to back the defensive backs off. Uh, we're going to put the, you know, drop all the linebackers because we need to have help in pass protection. When you have four cornerbacks that are that talented, um, you have the experience inside with Ken Derrick Duncan um, as well as uh, um, uh, uh, Mink, Josh Minkins in the middle. You should be able to lean on those defensive backs to be able to cover for that three and a half to four seconds that the defensive line needs to get home. And your linebackers don't have to commit to backing out and allowing guys like uh, Will Levis to run all over you in the middle of the field because you've dropped eight and you've left, you know, monstrous rushing lanes up the middle. Um, So, like, I think that this secondary group, this is why, you know, I talk about this team, Joe. There's a lot in the Jimmys and the Joes. There's a lot. Like, there's enough talent here. I've said it. Eight wins, I feel, is the minimum for this team that they should win. Now, I, I'll say seven wins would be okay, but I expect eight wins this year. I don't care that they have five teams that are considered top 25 teams. I don't care what they're talking about with you, uh, UCF. I don't care what they're talking about with Wake Forest. I don't care what they're talking about even with Pittsburgh. I watch Pittsburgh, West Virginia. Pittsburgh looks good, but – do I think they have more talent than Louisville? No. I think this is the year. You get it done. If you can't win with this amount of talent, I feel this could be possibly the most talented team that Scott Satterfield has here in at least his first seven or eight seasons. Like, Because even with the guys they have coming in and they have projected for this Flyville 23 class, it's going to take those guys two to three years before yeah. they're ready for the big time. So, like, literally, you're talking about this year, Scott Satterfield's probably going to have his best team of his first six years um, as the Louisville head coach. So if that's the case, we need to see what you can do when you have a top-shelf team. And in my opinion, this is a top-shelf team. I think Louisville, Clemson, uh, you know, NC State. I think those are the three best teams in the ACC or should be. Period. Like, because I can't – there's not a single position group I can go to where there's a drop-off. That, that's why I'm saying I'm so eager about this week one. You know, we'll learn a lot about the team, and, and I love that – Again, I don't. I have no respect for their program, nor their their crappy stadium, or anything about Syracuse. Like they get nothing from me, absolutely nothing. But I'm glad that we're not starting it the opening the season against Old Dominion, yes. against Indiana State, because those are the worst, man. Honestly, yes. those are those are that's like watching preseason NFL. You get all excited about it, you're all pumped up, and then you go into the stadium and you get sunburnt. And you watch the game that you really – you glean nothing from it. Right. The only thing you take from a game against Indiana State, you know, in week one, is, buddy, we are in for a long year. <laughs> nothing good is going to come out of it's it. Just, it's hard for the team especially because, you know, when Louisville had UK as the first game, um, you know, when you can have a conference opponent like Syracuse and Syracuse is talking mad smack, like that's motivation to, like, get in there and get that extra rep. Uh, to go harder on those sprints, to close hard, uh, you know, when, when you when when you're you know getting tired in practice, like all those things matter. And I, I thought that was always one of the things that really helped Louisville to gain an edge is when you had that UK game, when you had the Governor's Cup, the first game of the year, there was always energy in the building. 
you know, like like for, for the start of the season. So I think that Syracuse definitely served that purpose. I think that Ole Miss served that purpose last year. But unfortunately, um, you know, apprehensive Scott, you know, sweater Scott, uh, kind of hurt us. Man, you don't take a knife fight to go meet up with Lane Kiffin in an alley. <laughs> no, not at all. Hey, you better come with your fist drawn and keep throwing haymakers. Man, if you don't. That, and I knew that game was going to be rough. Oh, I've blacked out some of the other ones. That one was one that I just, oh, it's not going to be fun. Oh. We have to wait till 8 o'clock on Monday for it. 414-1450 Thornton's text line. Kevin said, Rashawn, are you back to being a true card fan or Eve's clone? <laughs> you know what? First of all, Kevin. I am not a, J- a Jerry Eves clone. I love Coach Eves. You know, he's a little negative for for, for my taste. He tends to be a little <laughs> he tends to be a little harsh. But I love Coach Eves. I always have. You know, we, we've chatted and had excellent conversations uh, before games for both basketball and football. Um, but I'm absolutely a true Cards fan. But a true Cards fan does not mean pumping sunshine and rainbows on everything. That's not being a true Cards fan. If you want to be a sunshine pumper, that's fine. There's plenty of places you can get that. There's a you know one of those other true uh, you know new homes of Cardinal Athletics where you can get that. Not going to get that on 970 AM on Wake Up 502. I guarantee it. I'm going to give it to you honestly because there there is a group of people out there that like honesty. Guys like David who called in and said, you know what? There's concern. Absolutely, there's concern. He still remembers the Air, Air Force loss. I do too. I don't know what you're talking about. That still pisses him off. It still pisses me off. There are fans out there that don't want that don't want sunshine pump. They want real, honest analysis because you can trust it. If you can trust honesty, both good and bad, I feel like that's better coverage. That's the coverage I would want as a fan. I don't want somebody to tell me everything is great when it's not. I have eyeballs. I can see when something's wrong. That doesn't mean that you don't have great expectations for your team of this of this, this year. I feel like, Joe, we've talked about it. We feel like this is a, a great opportunity for Louisville. So let's see what happens. Like, you know, but, uh, uh, you know, that there, there, is a, there is a place for sunshine pumping, and if that's what you want, you know, you can go find it. But you and know what? I would rather you stay here with Wake Up 502. And all I'm going to say to that is after the last seven-ish years, don't tell want some honesty. Please. I mean, felt like you were getting gaslit for a long time, or at least it did to me. Hey, hey no OJ, no straw. When you bring it to me, bring it to me raw. Come on now. Hey, we'll be back. Wake up, 502. Leanne Harry coming up after the break. Going to talk some, uh, some, some some recruiting updates. We're going to talk picks, everything else. If you want to get in, 414-1450 Thornton's text line. Give us a call. Well, don't give us a call, 384-1450, but we will take those texts and read those next. Wake up, 502, and we out. You better come harder than hard, rougher than rough. Put up your guard, get ready to crush. It's things on this field that you just can't change. EA Sports is in the
Welcome back in to Wake Up 502. What's going down? WXVW, Big X Sports Radio, Rashawn Myers, Joe Kelly being joined on the line by our special guest, Leanne Herring. Leanne, good morning. How are you doing, ma'am? Good morning. Happy game day. So glad to hear your voice because if I hear your voice, that means it's football time, Leanne. Well, thank you, thank you. Like I said, uh, we've had football back for a couple, uh, you know, like a week or so, but uh, today all the big boys are coming to see, so it's going to be a real good Saturday back, especially for all the Louisville fans, a lot of things to get excited about. Uh, Been keeping up with the the cards on the recruiting trail. That 2023 class, y'all, is going to be something to watch, and the ACC is going to be something to watch this season for Louisville. Hey, I tell you what, they are so excited. Like, I have never seen a coach turn around his momentum – without literally playing a game on the field and people go from so kind of on the fence to just basically off the the train to just everybody back on the train and excited or at least you know I'd say probably 80 85 percent of people back on the train very very excited about football that that recruiting class uh, what they have going on with 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 Pierce Pierce Clarkson uh, Reuben Owens and those guys is none short of amazing like Leanne I feel like Louisville's causing ripples around like nationally with what they're doing on the recruiting trails right now, aren't they? No, exactly. And I'm caught, like I said, I've been keeping up with uh, Ruben Owens is the name that you mentioned. And, you know, as soon as he decommitted um, from Texas, you know, last year, everybody was on him, including Ole Miss. And, you know, if he can't come, if he wasn't going to come to Ole Miss, I was excited <laughs> to see uh, him co- commit to Louisville because, I mean, he's going to bring in some big player playmakers. I mean, five-star, one of the best running backs, not only out of Texas, but out, out in the country. If you, if any card fans that live in Texas have a chance to catch him under the lights, and just really a phenomenal kid, you know, off the field and everything. So, I mean, Louisville's getting not a, a gem with, with Ruben Owens, a true five-star on and off the field. So, like I said, that recruiting class you mentioned, they've done, they've done a complete turnaround, you know, when people were seeing all the kids that Louisville was, you know, getting committed for this 2023 class, these big-time names, and just some really strong kids, you know, like you said, without playing games. You know that there's something, that they're cooking something up there down the it's going to be exciting exciting to watch for y'all. Absolutely, absolutely. And, of course, Leanne uh, uh, covers Ole Miss uh, athletics and, and especially uh, football uh, there. Uh, Leanne, t- tell everybody where, where they can catch you at and, and what you're doing right now. Uh, well, right now I'm focusing a lot on recruiting. Um, you can catch me over at the Rebel Walk, uh, my columns and stuff, and, um, my picks and whatnot. You can follow us on Twitter at the Rebel Walk. Also, my Twitter on Miss K Y U S 2011. And um, uh, I might be back on uh, helping out, uh, you know, main event sports with doing some exclusive picks and some recru- recruiting on Louisville. So I'm excited to be working on that project for y'all. Absolutely. Again. Haven told me to make sure to, you know, to have you talk about your, uh, you know, your, your sports gambling betting. You said you were on a roll last year doing some of those things. Well, so so I, I heard you, know, you, gotta, like I you know, you know, know a little I, something. I, I, I've been I've been doing it for you know I've been giving advice for a little bit but I never really got into it till last year they're like you know uh, you know my outlet's like let's start working on some college betting and slowly even get into it um, and yeah I guess I've had a good run uh, last night was a really good run I went three and zero last nice. night um, uh, Western Michigan covered by a point for, uh, you know a half a point and then and that Old Dominion game was exciting last night but I mean there's some I mean like I said the big boys are back tonight um, you know here early and. And there's going to be a lot of feasting going on. I wouldn't be surprised if there's some interesting upsets. Um, 
on this opening weekend of, of college football. Absolutely. So, and and to that note, let's go ahead and hop right into our pick segment. Uh, uh, got got five games that we're going to kind of uh, feature as the main games we're going to look at. Um, and, and you know, we're going to go ahead and start with the with the Titanic matchups first. Um, the, the first one coming up, uh, actually, I have number three Georgia taking on number eleven Oregon uh, there at the Chick Fil A kickoff. Uh, what, what are you thinking about that one? That's gonna that's gonna that's gonna be my big game of the night. Um, you, of course, you got UGA coming off a natty. You couldn't know a national championship. You got Oregon completely overhaul, rebuild, bringing in a lot of young talent. Um, the total on that, the line hasn't moved much. It's about sixteen and a half. Oregon's the underdog. Over under is fifty three and a half. Uh, I think UGA is going to come out with this one. I don't think they're going to come out by sixteen and a half. So if you're looking from a betting angle, I take Oregon on on the total, and I like the under in that game. But I think UGA rolls on that one. Yeah, I gotta agree with you. I, I think that uh, you know that's pretty much kind of a de facto home game. I know it's a, they call it a neutral site game because it's there in Atlanta, but I mean. You know, Oregon's traveling all the way across the country. Usually when teams are coming out from the West Coast, um, they don't fare well coming that far east, and especially not when you're taking on, uh, you know, a true powerhouse. Kirby Smart has it rolling um, there in Georgia. So, yeah, I'm going to say I agree with you, Leanne. I I don't like – actually, truthfully, you know what? I'm going to say the Bulldogs. I think Ugga rolls. Like, you know, Oregon's breaking in a new coach. Um, you know, a new system. They're traveling across country. I think they're actually going to beat that spread. I, I think that six and a half is a huge number, but I, I do. I, I think that it could get ugly in that second half. I really do. Uh, I think it will. Yeah, I think it will get ugly. And like you made a good point, West Coast teams coming to you know a, a so-called neutral site. Atlanta's not a neutral site, especially for Georgia. And you know, and with the, with a lot of these powerhouse teams, we're going to remember that a lot of their opening games are non-conference. So they're going to they're going to try to keep healthy. They're going to try to keep their start you know their, their starters and everything in a healthy. So we might not see everything that Georgia's got. Like we might not see everything Oregon's got because, like you said, most of these ga- most of these powerhouse teams um, their non-conference schedule opening you know they got they got a lot they got two or three games that they got to stay healthy for before they got to get into conference which at the end of the day really going to you know matter especially when we're talking playoff pictures and all that down the road yeah especially in the sec joe who you got in that, in that game uh, georgia oregon man georgia terrifies me i mean last year <laughs> last year matt miller i remember in like week 10 said you know the scary thing about this team is they have 27 players that I have graded as top three round, you know, projected picks. Yeah, ten of those guys aren't eligible to be drafted yet. <laughs> and you know that's wow. speaking on the depth that we talked about earlier that some of these programs have. That it's just it is it is an embarrassment of riches. I'm gonna say Georgia covers the spread until they don't. At this point, it's kind of like betting against Saban for me. I'm just like, no man, prove me wrong. That's fair. Prove me wrong. The Fighting Uggers of Georgia, book it. Uh, no dogs. Yeah, there, there it is. Now, number two. Now, this is a very interesting. This is because this is another West Coast team coming east, um, t- taking on a team uh, with a new coach, number seven, Utah, at Florida. True road game. Uh, you know, with, with, with the Utes coming to Florida. Leanne, what do you think about that one? You know, Florida's kind of been in a, in a limbo, like you said, bringing in a new team. Utah is one of those teams that always just kind of surprises you. And then, uh, you know, there's a small point as far as a, a betting angle. I'm going to go with Florida uh, as the underdog with two and a half, and I'm going to take the under uh, 51 and a half points in that game. So I'm going to go with Florida. I think Utah is going to give them a run. It's going to be exciting. Uh, I think Florida has a lot of kinks to work out, new personnel, new coach, just like the same with a lot of the powerhouses in rebuilding. But I'm going to take Florida in this one. 
I like that one. Yeah, and, and you know what? I'm going to agree with you. Like, first of all, Florida gets way too much talent, and they have too many four- and five-star type kids that consistently go there every year to just continue to stay bad to average. Like, I, I can't believe that Kentucky is going to – Like, you know, the, the fact that people talk about Florida, like that just dismissing the fact that Kentucky is going to beat Florida. Like, I can't live in that world yet. Like, I watched Florida beat Kentucky for, what, 20-some-odd straight years? 30 years. You know, it was so ridiculous. Like, it was the you know, second longest losing streak, second only to Kentucky's streak to Tennessee. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, like, I, I'm not ready to, to, like, bury the Gators. Like, I understand, you know, Coach Napier's uh, brand new, and I know that Florida um, is going to be breaking in a new system, but Utah coming west – um, once again, you know, I, I know that Utah's profile. Playing at the swamp, I think. Yeah, at the swamp. I think there's just like you said, a lot of momentum coming into this. And like you said, if you can't use all that Florida talent that's on that team, or that they're trying to recruit, I mean, you, you got Come something wrong with you, like you said. Absolutely. Yeah, with Florida, exactly. Yeah. So no, I, I love the pick. I, I I agree with you. I think Florida does win the game outright. I do think it'll be close because Utah's a very physical team. They always have been. They don't really fit the traditional profile of the kind of pretty West Coast, you know, up and down. Down, trying to score 70 that's not really the way they do things they believe in the the strength on the offensive and defensive lines and they like to have a physical running game and play physical defense uh, but at the end of the day I just think that coming west or excuse me uh, coming east from the west uh yeah give me Florida uh Joe what are you thinking you know I want to agree with you all on that and, and I do agree with the point of, of traveling you know and 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 how that plays into it but I don't know I think we're sleeping on Utah in this one yeah I'm, I'm going with the Utes I love it I love it. Absolutely. The fighting Utes. You know, they, they got those guys. Can, like, they're one of those teams that's always um, undervalued. Mm-hmm. Um, even when Herb was out there, you know, when Urban Meyer was doing his thing, they were still undervalued. You know, I, I, I agree with it. I like it. Um, next up, we have number five Notre Dame playing at the horseshoe. Ohio State, Leanne, what you thinking about this with Notre Dame at Ohio State? This is going to be another big matchup that, you know, as far as betting, and then I think everyone's going to have eyes on, you know, it could go either way. I personally think that there's still a lot of luck in the Irish, and I'm going to go with Notre Dame, especially on the betting angle at that six. I think Notre Dame coming in the underdog. Ohio State, they always play well in everything and all that kind of stuff. I know for me they're a little bit overrated when, you, when you're talking about talent, not to say they're not good, but I think Notre Dame comes in, um, and I think that they cover with 16 in that one. So I'm going to take Notre Dame, you know, on the road at the horseshoe over the Buckeyes. You know what? I, I actually like that a lot. But you know what's interesting about these first three games? These are kind of like the, the Titanic matchups of the week. And all three of them uh, involve teams with, uh, you know, first-year head coaches. Uh, because, of course, Notre Dame, uh, after Brian Kelly decided to take his talents to, to Louisiana. And, and develop go, an accent. You know, yeah, exactly. To develop that accent yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah, I was <laughs> You know, and do the gritty, and and with yeah, that's been an interesting thing with recruiting. Yeah, that's a whole that's a whole nother that's a whole nother segment for a whole nother day oh, on gosh. that. Oh I, I tell you what, Brian Kelly is absolutely living his best life. He's I, got a spray tan, you know. He's I would absolutely a, love any time. I mean, he turned he turned he turned Cajun. He turned he's the fastest person I've ever seen go from Midwest to Cajun in a second. <laughs> absolutely, you know, at least trying to. So you got to give you got to give him the effort, I guess, on that absolutely. regard. Absolutely, yeah. I, I can't wait. No matter how the Brian Kelly tenure. 
LSU ends, I cannot wait to talk to people who covered various SEC programs during that time period to just tell stories about it. was so bizarre. <laughs> he just showed up here and started yeah, talking yeah, like I mean, Farmer yeah, Fran. Yeah, I mean, I keep up with it, obviously, with recruiting and stuff because, you know, Old Miss goes head to head with some of those LSU kids, and I'm just like, I wish I could talk to you about some of the things that go on, but like you said, everyone is oh. all said and done. There's going to be a book about the interesting stories that went on, I'm sure. I promise it. It's like the coaching version of a midlife crisis. Like, like right. <laughs> Like, Brian Kelly decided like he wanted it to just go like buy that. a motorcycle. Did they you know? not learn from Coach O? Get, get, get the 20-something-year-old girlfriend, sunglasses, exactly. motorcycle, I mean, you know? There's something, there's, something in that, there's something in that water out there in the bayou, like you said, with Coach <laughs> O and then going to Brian Kelly. Like I said, it, it'll be, it's, an, it's been an interesting couple of years for LSU, but it hasn't stopped them from get, bringing in the recruits, so we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and you know what? Going to the horseshoe, I think that um, that's a big number to, to, to cover. So I agree with you. I, I would definitely take Notre Dame in the points. You said, what, 16 and a half? Uh, yeah, I, I have it at 16. I don't 16. know. I okay, mean, some 16. places might have it with the half point, but I have it at 16. Yes, at 16, that's a huge number. Um, you know, I mean, Notre Dame is a top five team. Uh, you know, so try. I, I don't see Ohio State covering that number. Um, you know, uh, Chris Olave's gone. Um, he was such a dynamic playmaker um, in the uh, passing game there for, for the uh, Ohio State Buckeyes. That I think that Ohio State will win the game, but, you know, classically, we've seen Ohio State play um, less than beautiful football early in the seasons especially um so i i do think that the uh, ohio state buckeyes will win the game um but i do think it's going to be a lot closer uh than that 16 points so yeah i'll take ohio state but i definitely take notre dame to cover um that, that spread uh, joe what you thinking well notre dame ohio state is always the greatest congregation and collection of men who still subscribe to golf digest <laughs> in like one setting ever <laughs> All the uh, all the woven belts, if you will, <laughs> will be in attendance today. I, I'm with you all. I don't. I don't know that. I don't think Ohio State's going to cover. And I think Notre Dame's coming out with a new coach. I think he's. It's going to be. You know, it's going to be exciting. They've got the talent. I think they'll they'll get creative. I don't. I don't know that Ohio State blows them out. But Ohio State's got three people on the Heisman watch. You know, so yeah, they lost great players. But again, to the point about Georgia, there's four or five programs out there that just they they don't. They don't restock. They reload. So I'm taking Ohio State to win, but I don't think they'll cover. I agree. I agree. Absolutely. Uh, so and, and now, of course, um, for our, the, the, the two um, dignitaries, uh, the two schools in the state, uh, you know, we got to, of course, break those down. We have the Miami of Ohio Redhawks traveling to Lex Vegas to take on the fighting Kroger Field Wildcats of Kentucky. Uh, Leanne, what do you think in U.K.? Uh, is, is it a laugher? Chris Rodriguez, he's suspended. We don't know why. Uh, you know, you have uh, Stoops trying to argue with everybody. He decided he was going to name Chris Rodriguez a captain. Regardless, he basically said, screw everybody. And what do you think about anything that I do? He's feeling himself. Uh, you know, wh what do you think about uh, UK my, uh, Miami of Ohio? You know, that's good. I was, I've been looking at that game for a little bit. I was looking at the points and stuff. And then, like I said, when I heard that, when I heard that Stoops, you know, break the news that Chris Rodriguez obviously was going to be questionable as a couple days ago. And now we know obviously he's not going to be a part of it. And that there were some other questionable players for right. game time. Multiple, yeah. You know, 
when you when you look, yeah, exactly. So you wonder what's up. You wonder what's going on, especially this day in college football. Because if it's an injury, they're going to say it's an injury. When it's some, when they don't want to talk about it, then it makes you think, okay, because now it kind of changes the game for UK talent wise. UK's UK's there. They're right. getting there. You know, they're an exciting team to watch in the SEC. Kind of one of the dark horses that I've picked. But now with everything, you know, I think UK. I think UK is going to is going to play it by the cuff. They're going to play it safe. I think they come out of this one. I don't think they're going to cover those 15 points. If I was going to take it from a betting, I would say take you know take the under. I think it was at 54, uh, or it might be a little higher. I, I didn't check the line, the fresh line, but uh, yeah, I think UK is going to get on by Miami, Ohio. I don't think it's it's going to be a blowout, especially with, you know, if they're going to play it that close to the cup with losing some of their key players, especially on the offense, um, I would take the under in that game. But it's, but I think UK, you know, slides by. I don't think they cover that the 15 points, though. Yeah, Mark Stoops was very coy about talking about exactly who was going to be out, who was not going to be available. Um, he just said, guys, <laughs> he didn't want to comment on it further outside of saying that Chris Rodriguez would definitely not be playing. Um, but, yeah, I agree with you. And Kentucky's been known. We saw even last year uh, early against Chattanooga, and that was with a full roster that U.K. kind of struggled uh, with that Chattanooga team to put them away. U.K. has been known to play some clunkers early, winning the games but not winning pretty. Um, it does, uh, according to ESPN, 15 uh, is the number and, and the line right now. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree with you. I would say Cats are going to win the game, even though I would love to see them lose just because I can't stand anything that goes on down there in, in big blue land. <laughs> but um, I do think <laughs> Kentucky will win, but I, I agree with you. I think Miami of Ohio will uh, will cover that 15. Joe, what you think? I, complete, I agree completely, and it, it pains me to say that. I don't like giving them credit for anything, but you know, <laughs> water's wet. They yeah. should. They should – do what they're supposed to do today. You would think. You would. You would expect it. You would expect it. And last but not least, of hey, course, but it's a big opportunity for Stoops. He'll tie uh, Bear Bryant's uh, all-time wins. At, at oh, is Kentucky. that right? Mm-hmm. I didn't know with the win today. Mm-hmm. Wow! And he got his first win in Kentucky against Miami of Ohio. There That's you go. Crazy. Why do I know that? Well, there you go. I like that college football history. Look at look at Why Joe do I know that? I dropping that UK. Joe, I always knew you were a closet big blue. Everybody said that I was the big mm. blue guy in the closet. It's you, Joe. Mm. It's you. Good. I'll be I'll be back in a little bit. I got to go get my switchblade out of the car. <laughs> See exactly. All right. So of course the game of the evening, the one that everybody's been waiting for, uh, University of Louisville traveling on the road, taking on Syracuse Orange. Uh, everybody's apprehensive. The bourbon is flowing. Stay away from the Woodford till at least. You know, within an hour of kick, because if you start too early, you may not make it to the game. Leanne, what are you thinking? <laughs> Louisville at Syracuse. What 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 are we gonna see tonight? You know, I was uh, I did a spot on Wednesday up in the uh, in the Boston area, and we were talking about you know they were talking about the ACC. He was asking me, they were asking me about Clemson. You know, is Dabble back and everything? And I said, you know what, the ACC is that conference right now that I think is really up for grab because you don't have a really team out there like you did with Clemson being the shoe-in to really. So this is a big opportunity for Louisville to make a huge comeback and yes. and for Syracuse to get on the day. People might think, oh, this is the number one game, but when you're both playing in a conference game out here and the ACC is that big up for grabs, I mean, you have Miami that's kind of brewing, but you don't know if that young talent's going to pass out. Well, Louisville is just, they're hungry. 
you know, and uh, and I think that Louisville come, you know, they're the three and a half point favorite right now. I like Louisville on the road against Syracuse, and I think that this is a big opportunity for Louisville to start setting the tone and setting the pace in the ACC. You know, with the way the schedule plays out and everything, they have the opportunity to make a good run if they stay healthy. And you know, they don't have to play this fancy, intricate football. If they play good, clean, hard nosed football, Louisville could win some games and really, you know, down the home stretch, make a name for itself and, and be a contender in the ACC because it's so wide open right now. I just don't see anybody in the ACC that screams today like Clemson would normally or even Miami that's going to be or even FSU that's going to say we got the ACC. So this is a this is a big night for Louisville, you know, in the number 1 game against Syracuse to be able to set the tone in the conference and say, "Hey, you know, we've had some troubles, but we we're here and we're going to take the ACC by storm." So I like Louisville um in this game um for three and a half and I think that they win over Syracuse on the road. Yeah, and, and you know what? It's very interesting because the three-and-a-half number has been the number basically all week uh, in the last couple of weeks. That's been where it's at. But I, I'm looking at ESPN, and their line has it at Louisville minus five uh, right now, um, which is, is is if that line is – if that's the true line, if it's moved that much, uh, there's definitely some, uh, some, some action coming in uh, late uh, on this game. But I agree with you, Leanne. I, I think that – um, you know, they always have the adage of you don't want to give the team bulletin board material. You don't want to, um, you know, wake up the, the, the bear or, or poke the bear when he's not paying any attention to you. And I feel like Syracuse has done a horrible job of that. They came out <laughs> at the, uh, the ACC kickoff talking smack talking about they didn't consider Louisville a real challenge, that they didn't consider them. They yeah. thought that that would be a, an easy game that they should win. Um, and they've kind of doubled down on that. We saw the uh, the bar stool uh, for Syracuse with the uh, the Photoshop of uh, Malik Cunningham as a clown. Yeah. Uh, you know, that, like, I feel like Syracuse would have had a better opportunity had they just shut their mouths and played football and didn't say anything. Exactly. But – I, I really do think that Louisville's going to be all kinds of motivated. And, uh, you know, c- considering that we are used to watching Louisville pummel the orange um, up there in the dome, uh, I don't think it's going to be any different. I, I, I do like Louisville. I think that they will definitely uh, cover that five and then some. Um, you know, I could see Louisville by 10. I know that one of our Texas DD said Louisville by 10. I could definitely see Louisville by at least 10. I think it will be close early. Um, I, I like Tucker, uh, the running back for Syracuse. Um, he's dynamic. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think that what Joe talked about, that depth on the line, on the defensive and offensive line, starts to take hold in third quarter, and Louisville kind of wins that one running away. Uh, Joe, and, that, and that's been that's been a huge game changer, is like you're saying, the depth on that line, because a yes. lot of powerhouses you know, have lacked that depth. So, yeah, I think Louisville rebuilding on that depth I mean, is going to be a, a huge game changer in that. It's huge. It's huge. Joe, what, what are you thinking? Well, first and foremost, I'd like to say, Land, thank you, because either you've made me sound smart to friends who argued with me, or we're both crazy. So, you know, we'll we'll reconvene at the end of the season and discuss where, where we landed on that. I agree with you completely. This is a year for somebody to sneak up in the ACC. And I said that the two schools that have that have positioned themselves to, to possibly win the, the conference that people outside of it wouldn't think of, Louisville and NC State. Uh those would be shockers, I think, to people outside of the conference or who don't really pay attention to it. But there is no clear-cut traditional power. That Florida State hasn't been Florida State since Jimbo, well, since Jameis left. Yeah. Um, Clemson had an off year last year. We'll see if they bounce back, but that's yet to be seen. So, if Louisville goes out and handles their business, yeah, they could they could sneak up and surprise some people and and have a splashy season. And it starts tonight. 
getting that win over Syracuse. I like it. So, and and you think they'll they'll cover that? Oh, we'll five? cover easily. Yeah, easily. I agree. You know what? I agree. You know what? We have been in agreement for pretty much most of that outside of uh, Joe taking Utah. So we'll see where we come down on that. Other than that, wonderful pick segment to start it. Leanne, once again, let everybody know where they can find all your great work, uh, follow your picks, follow everything that you're doing. Let, let them know one more time before we get you out of here. Uh, you can follow us at therebelwalk.com, all my columns, all my picks. You can also follow us on Twitter at rebel at the rebel Walk or me at Miss KYUS 2011. Uh, I'm going to sneak in one more pick uh, just because I thought I could get off of it. There's a um, the, a team that I really like in the sleep. Uh, sleep did a, run, a good run last year. If you're looking for a good betting angle, uh, that Houston UTSA game. Houston um, Houston is my sleeper team uh, just to to make a good another good run in conference USA. They're they're the favorite by four. So uh, that if you're looking for a good line to bet, a Houston at UTSA to cover by four. So I'll, I'm giving y'all a little exclusive pick there of a game that I really really like uh, this week. Of if y'all are into that, going to do some betting outside of the games that we talked about today. That's what's up. Well, we definitely appreciate it, Land. This will not be the last time we speak with you this college football season. Thank you so much, and look forward to chatting with you again, okay? Look forward to chatting to you. L's up and go cards. There we go. There we go. Leanne Herring coming through strong, Joe. She comes through. I'm telling you, she is literally one of the best in the business, brother. I promise you. Like. That lady right there. That's why I had to give her a full 30 minutes. You feel hey, me? Hey, but like, where are we going to be f- at 4 o'clock? Hey, 4 to 6 p.m., uh, 1481 South Shelby Street, 21st in Germantown. I look forward to seeing you guys. Hey, it's going down tonight. Come say Come hi. Out. Come, Come say ask screw about you. those tickets. We need that. We need that energy. Hey, it's Wake Up 502, the new home, 970 a.m. Make sure you check out UofL coverage starting 630 p.m. tonight for Joe Kelly and Haven Harrington. This is Rashawn Myers saying, say, thank you. Wake up, 502. Hey, and we out.